Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. Today I'm talking about women in leadership in cybersecurity and taking it to the next level. I'm privileged to be speaking with Joyce Brocaglia, founder of the Executive Women's Forum and CEO of Alta Associates. Joyce, thanks so much for joining me today. Tom, thanks for having me. Joyce, it's been nearly 16 years now since you founded the Executive Women's Forum. What would you say is the state of women in security today versus 2002? As you mentioned, you know, I founded the EWF long before anyone was really thinking about women in cybersecurity. And 16 years later, I'm very proud to say that there's been over 6,000 women who have engaged with the EWF to receive education, leadership development, mentorship opportunities, as well as attending our national conference each year that gathers over 450 women together. This year's conference is October 23rd to the 25th in Scottsdale, Arizona. In, in terms of the state of women in security, well, last year we co-authored a study with ISC Squared that showed that women remain at about 14% of the workforce and are still underrepresented even more so when it comes to executive level roles. Even more disturbing for me was the fact that women in cyber are still paid less at all the career levels. And over 50% of them had reported various forms of discrimination in their workplace. So, you know, that's why having in an organization like the Executive Women's Forum really provides companies and the women that work for them a venue for empowering the women in our field. Um, we've got about 50 of the Fortune 100 companies that are our corporate benefactors. So they host regional meetings at their headquarters where we typically gather over 100 women and men together. And these events not only highlight their executives as thought leaders, but it really gives them an opportunity to openly discuss and support the advancement of women in their companies, as well as raising awareness about diversity issues. So it's, it's really a great way for our women to engage with women from other companies, but also, you know, for the male leadership um, in cybersecurity and the company in terms of their C-suite uh, to really get involved. Joyce, when I think of how security has changed in 16 years' time, it makes my head spin. How has the mission of the Executive Women's Forum changed in that time, or evolved, I guess I should say? Yeah, yeah, and we really have evolved. You know, when I when I founded the EWF, I did so for the most senior women in our field. And I'm proud to say that over the 16 years, many of those women engaged their, you know, plus ones as well as their high potential women on their team. So we now have programs and events for women at every level in their career. Our millennial initiative is called Rising Stars, and, and they even kind of came to me a week or two ago and said, hey, you know, we'd like to form a board of advisors as an enhancement to our existing board so that they can begin to influence the future of the EWF. And I just thought that was really awesome to see the energy and the ideas of what really will become the next generation of leaders getting engaged in the EWF. I guess I would also say that over the past 16 years, the men in our industry have really stepped up to the plate in supporting the EWF, as well as women on their teams. Most of our executive ambassadors are men, and they are tremendous role models and mentors to many of our women members. So I'm proud that there are so many male you know, CISOs and CIOs that are always happy to pick up the phone when I call and are really willing to help out you know, any way that they can. We've come a long way in that aspect since when I began, and it's you know it's a wonderful thing for us to engage 
the male leaders in our field because, you know, uh, again, uh, the, the, the population of female executives are underrepresented compared to the men. So good for the guys for stepping up to the plate and helping us to change those statistics. Another way that our mission has really evolved over the past 15 years was that I, I felt that the EWF had really been giving women in our industry a voice. And last year, I felt it was time to bring that voice to Capitol Hill. So in May, we hosted the second annual EWF Cybersecurity Women on Capitol Hill Public-Private Symposium. This event was really historic. I mean, never before have so many women subject matter experts in security and privacy gathered together on Capitol Hill. Our mission was twofold. First, to educate the state and federal government staff on issues related to cybersecurity, and secondly, to increase women's participation in the legislative process. So on May 8th, we gathered over 100 women at the National Governors Association. Um, we had EWF members meet with state CIOs, CISOs, and the governor staff uh, to talk about cybersecurity threats and public policy, as well as threats to the state's grids. We're going to be working with the National Governors Association moving forward uh, to reach out to those governors in each of the states and make them aware of our women members for serving on their state cyber advisory boards. We found out that these are new boards that are being formed, and we want to make sure that they have diversity of thought and can engage the EWF and, and our membership to help them with those board seats. We then went to the federal agencies. We met with the Treasury, the Department of Justice, the FTC, and Digital Services, and we had awesome meetings with leaders from all of those federal agencies and really began to create relationships that will strengthen our public-private relationships that we have currently. The next day, May 9th, we was, was really exciting as well. We gathered another 125 women on Capitol Hill, we spent almost the entire day in the congressional auditorium in the morning. Um, Vice Admiral Jan Tai, who's the Deputy Chief of Naval Operations for Information Warfare, gave a really great keynote. We later heard from Suzette Kent, who's the federal CIO, as well as Jeanette Manfra, who is uh, Holam Security's Assistant Secretary of Cybersecurity and Communications. So talk about just really incredibly successful and powerful women standing up and, and delivering um, to our women members, you know, an awesome message about their personal journey and their professional accomplishments. We then went on to over 25 bipartisan meetings on the House side and on the Senate side. We met with cybersecurity committee members and staffers, and, and, and at those meetings, we got to introduce our women as subject matter expert resources. The day ended you know, with an all-time high, Nancy Pelosi came to our reception. She spoke for about 15 minutes, and she accepted an award for her leadership. So, you know, all in all, it was just an incredibly inspiring and amazingly impactful two days. What we accomplished really was historic. We've gotten Congresswoman Jackie Rosen to be the lead signer of a Dear Colleague bipartisan letter requesting the inclusion of more women in the entire cybersecurity legislative process. We also got support from Majority Leader uh, Mitch McConnell and Democratic uh, Minority Leader uh, Chuck Sumer's office for the Senate as well. And we were able to engage the Congressional Research Service to do some data gathering for us. And what we found was that during the 112th through the 115th Congress, 
out of the 979 people who testified before congressional committees on cybersecurity issues, only 206 of them were women. So with only 21% of women testifying, we feel that clearly women subject matter experts are being underutilized. And um, you know, through this letter that we're putting together, as well as our other initiatives, the EWF is really moving forward and having a positive influence on increasing the inclusion of women in all areas of the legislative process, really for the purpose of, of improving the quality of legislation by increasing the resource pool of experts with our women and their inherent diverse perspectives. So, you know, we are continuing to, to move forward and do great things. We're also working with the Senate to include women in cybersecurity in their lecture series. We're working with Congress to utilize EWF members for education as well as congressional testimony. So, Tom, I really feel like this is the start of something big, and I am absolutely thrilled to keep you posted on all of our congressional and state initiatives. So when you say what's next, this is the big next thing for us. Well, that's terrific. You've got great momentum going there. Given this momentum and given everything that's been accomplished and the attention that women are getting in leadership now, what do you find to be the biggest challenges remaining for women that want careers in cybersecurity? Well, I, I think some of the biggest challenges that exist for women that want careers in cybersecurity is, well, let's address it. For the women that are already in, which is the community that we serve the most, it's the ability to move forward, be sponsored, be mentored, and not feel a need to opt out. Um, the dirty little secret, I feel, isn't just the pipeline of women coming into cybersecurity, but it's the women that are choosing to opt out because they're not getting the type of mentorship, leadership development, and access to executive-level positions. Um, I think that that's the biggest challenge they face, and it certainly is one of the main reasons and one of the main topics that we gather men and women alike together at our um, regional meetings and talk about these issues, you know, and, and talk about the importance of really sponsoring a woman, not just mentoring her, but creating opportunities for her, giving her stretch assignments, you know, being that voice that says something good when she's not in the room. And I think, you know, I just spoke the other day about unconscious biasness, and, and I think that that does play a part. So, you know, if we can start to help companies to make that, you know, invisible, more visible, raise the awareness, you know, bring women forward, you know, I, I think we will be making a difference. Um, and I know that the EWF is making a difference and the companies that support us that are our corporate benefactors, they have tremendous results. Many of them have 30, 40, 50% women on their team, uh, and many of them have many women on their executive team. So I think the numbers of that study would probably be a lot different if we looked at the slice of people that are involved in the, in the EWF. And I'd like to believe that we have something to do with that. So, Joyce, you outlined nicely what you've done on Capitol Hill. What does the EWF have to do in the boardroom and in the conference room to break down some of the remaining barriers? Well, yeah, funny you should say that because um, we are actually working on developing a, a program to help women be educated more and actually not just women for that matter, but um, but we will certainly begin with our focus through the AWF on women, educating them more on what the operations of a boardroom are like. So uh, everything from, you know, what is a board charter through, um, 
how are my skills uh, today and where would they need to be in the future if I was going to be considered for a board? What does my network look like? You know, what is a what is a board of advisors versus a, a corporate board do? Um, I think that if we are able to uh, better educate women that when the call comes, they will be more prepared and do better on their interviews and selection process to those boards. So the EWF, one of our next ventures actually is just a board savvy program that will help to educate women uh, and other underrepresented folks in cybersecurity and elsewhere to help them get the education they need to, to gain those board seats. Joyce, as you look ahead, how do you expect the forum to continue to grow and how can individuals, men and women alike, get involved? Well, we certainly, you know, we do keep evolving. And, um, you know, one of the ways that we're growing is really by engaging more corporations, right, so that we can widen our network and our sphere of influence. The more companies that get involved, the more women employees that they engage, the more that we can raise awareness on the importance of gender equality and diversity of thought. You know, we're doing that across the United States. We are um, involved in helping women really of every, you know, race, religion, sexual orientation, seniority. I mean, our platform is one that respects and develops women throughout the United States at, at whatever point in their career they are. So, you know, if you're a woman and, and you would like to become a member, just go to ewf-usa.com and companies that want to learn more about becoming a corporate benefactor, they could either reach out to me directly uh, or email info at ewf usa.com. We're going to continue to develop programs and events that both educate individuals and the corporations they work for so that all women, you know, have the ability to continue to increase their confidence, increase their access, and really sharpen their skills so that they are very well qualified um, to be leaders in our field. Um, one person at a time, we are really making a difference and really increasing the capabilities and the opportunities um, for women. You know, I think everybody needs to step up to the plate and join us. No, don't be a bystander, but step forward and take a stand on um, diversity of thought and inclusion. Joyce, I really appreciate your time and insight today. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate the time, and you're always a pleasure to speak with. We've been talking about women in security and taking it to the next level, and I've been speaking with Joyce Brocaglia, founder of the Executive Women's Forum and CEO of Alta Associates. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.